Hello and welcome back to a new episode of BB&W Speaks. I'm your host, Seraphine Wambi, and today I'm here with... I'm Leo Cruz, I'm a senior. Brock Heath, and I'm a junior. I'm Chris White, and I'm a senior. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about, like, the stigma around men's mental health. So just starting off, um, do you guys want to talk about, like, what you think the stigma is around men's mental health? Um, well, first off, I definitely think it's not spoken about enough. It's very underrecognized. Uh, I feel like anything to do with mental health is uh, more focused, more so towards women. Yeah, I think it's kind of uh, looked down upon for men to try and go get help or talk to people about, like, issues that they have. Yeah, me personally, just like, uh, I, I, I try to handle a lot of things myself uh, mentally and try not to get help a lot, which is what the society has kind of formed my brain to be. Um, even even at some points, my mom, I know she doesn't mean any harm, but, you know, just to be as strong as I can be. But sometimes men really do need help mentally. And uh, it, it's very needed and very, you know, urgent for people to recognize that. So why do you think there's such a stigma around men's mental health? Especially you guys talked about, like, in society with societal pressures. Like, what do you think the stigma is and what do you think the pressures are? Well, I think it's, like, deeply rooted in history. Like, ever since beginning of time it's always been like men are like the tough warriors who go and do everything and the women sit at home it's just kind of the way it's always been and so i think that um really over thousands of years men have just molded into being the tough stoic figure that can't show emotion you know just the the fear of men you know men think like oh i'm weak you know or "I'm, i'm i'm not capable of doing this or i'm not going to a certain standard and some people are very well some men are very insecure about that point um they think that them showing any sign of weakness is either feminine or not of their kind, so they don't try and express it. And that's what makes us even more sicker. You know, it makes, it digs us in a deeper hole. Yeah, men are always uh, looked upon to be strong, like Brock said. And really, like, since it's been going on for so long, it's so hard to get out of that, like, loop of men need to be the strong ones always. So I think that's a really big portion of it as well. So, like, growing up, how have you seen that um, kind of pressure kind of mold you to the person that you are today? I mean, me personally, I, I like I said before, um, my mom just raised me to be the man I am. And trying to not think of myself of, hey, like, it's okay to talk about things. It's okay to, you know, see other viewpoints. It's okay to get help. It's not. It's not bad to need help it's not at all um it, it kind of shaped me in my mind of i'm gonna do this like even in classrooms i i literally don't even raise my hand at sometimes to ask for help because i'm like you know oh i got this you know I, if i raise my hand then i'll probably be embarrassed or i'll probably weak and you know I, I just have to teach myself now that hey you're mature enough stand up you know get some help it's okay to need help you know it's, it's not it's not okay to just shove it off because that's what makes it work so yeah yeah building up what chris said like i grew up with the most loving parents ever like if i went to them with anything they would have they would have helped me like in, in life or whatever but it's just like it's i guess it's kind of the way our brains are wired now societal norms like men we just feel like in school like chris said emotionally mentally with other problems in life we just don't tend to see get the help that we usually need I think that's just become like a part of how life is for most people. Yeah, I think growing up, uh, for me personally, seeing like my father, uncle, grandfather, you know, they're all strong guys. They all 
you know, help out around the house, fix things. You know, they're like really like the rocks in the family, uh, like the real constant ones, the strong ones. So I think looking up to them, it gave me a good image of like how I wanted to be. I wanted to be there for my family. But also at the same time, you know, I never saw them talking to anybody about pro their problems or being weak. So it, it shows me and it showed me growing up that in order to be like them, you know, I can't be weak. I got to always be strong. So I think that was a really big portion. And I think they're great role models, but, uh, you know, you're only seeing half the story there. Yeah. So um, that being said, like, why do you think no one talks about men's mental health? You guys kind of touched on it earlier, too. But, like, um, why do you think it's so hard for men to go get help? I think most people find it embarrassing because, like we've said, like, you're supposed to be strong. And so if I'm if I'm upholding this reputation of being a strong man and then I have to go seek out help for something that maybe as little as, like, or we consider it little as, like, a mental problem, and we go see a help for that, and people, like, find out or something like that, we could be looked at in a different way, and I don't, I feel like most men wouldn't like that, like, that they're viewed differently. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, most men just, uh, they don't want to put down the charade of being strong, so they're just going to keep going and keep going. Like, uh, the men's suicide rate is, like, I think three or four times higher than females because men aren't reaching out and getting help because they're too scared to. Uh, so I think that's, like, a huge portion of it. It's so looked down upon that it's causing a real problem, you know? And most definitely, like, in households, women, the children look on the fathers to be that kind of strong point in rock, like Leo said earlier. They're looking for that. So it's kind of like if I'm looking somewhere else and trying to get help somewhere else from that, it's it's the, the pride, you know, pride of, oh, I can't even uphold myself so how am I going to help my family how am I going to help you know my my grandma people around me how am I going to help my whole bloodline if I can't even help myself so um so growing up playing football like have you guys experienced any pressure from your environment from your parents your peers anything like that I'd say I have um definitely most recently because I've been getting all these stars and offers and then it's like oh shoot pressure's here like if you don't play well you're a fraud so I, it's not really um, pressure. It's not, there's not necessarily the pressure, but there's pressure I put on myself because I'm like, okay, I need to perform. Like there's a reason I have all these stars and offers and stuff. And so then that just becomes a lot of stress and gets you kind of anxious. Or like I'll be in the huddle and be like, okay, I'm not having like good enough highlights this game. I need to go do well in this play. And it really honestly just throws off your mind in the game and you need to just block all that out, which is a really hard thing to do. I mean, you know, being not comparing or anything, but like, you know, Brock is freaking guy, you know, got got these stars and offers and stuff like that. And and me, you know, um, just mentally trying to challenge myself to be over expected to that level. Cause people some people do look up to me to to be, you know, a, a, a over average guy, but you know, just meeting up to the standard and mentally trying to play as best as I can, yeah. you know, just just pushing myself to be like, okay, you yeah, you don't got a name, like let me yeah. make myself, you know, make yeah. something not myself. So yeah, yeah, kind of different from that. For me, I never got to the point where like Brock is, uh, where I was like in stars and offers, and so for me, like the biggest thing was I didn't want to let my teammates down, right. uh, 
Yeah. Like, I think that was one of the biggest things for me. Like, everyone puts in so much work in football, like, which is great. And it puts pressure on everybody to not let their teammates down. Uh, but there is also the pressure that comes with that. You got to you gotta try it, like, as hard as you can all the time. And that's tiring, you know? So how does the pressure that you put on yourself kind of impact your mental health um, outside of football? Well, me, mentally, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. I try to do everything to my best ability. And when I don't feel like it's my best ability, um, I, I, I get myself down. And it, it kind of mentally strikes me at that point. But it, it still, it still, in a way, motivates me. Because it's like, okay, I'm not doing this. Let me change something up. Okay, I'm going to find any and every way to meet it at that point or even exceed it. Um, so that's, it, it basically drives me and it, it, it really motivates me more than, I, I say it motivates me more than, you know, puts me down, but it, it, it mentally affects me pretty well, I guess. So, Fina, let me ask you a question, all right? What is your outlook on men's mental health? Um, I would say, obviously, there's a stigma around men's mental health. I think it doesn't get talked about em- enough, and I think that it kind of presents itself in, like, like Leo talked about earlier, like, the suicide rate for men is higher, just because I think part of it comes from the fact that in society we view men as, like, they should be, like, quote-unquote strong and, like, Chris said earlier, like, not show weakness and stuff like that. And I think that it's a detriment to um, men in our society because they feel like they can't get help. They feel like they can't go to therapy and can't talk about um, what's going on with them mentally. And um, I think that leads to, um, like, things such as, like, the suicide rate being higher and other things like that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good way to look at it, you know. It's good to recognize that women also also see that there's kind of sort of a problem and maybe we could work to get that fixed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's great that, yeah, women are encouraged to go get the help that they need, but, like, women only make up half of society. You have to remember the other half, too. And I think that oftentimes people forget about that. And people only really talk about men's mental health when it's like, oh, men's mental health month, like, oh, the suicide rate's higher. Oh. But then, like, people forget for, like, the majority of the, the year, and I think that it's important to check up on everyone, like, everyone's going through stuff that you might not um, know about, and it's important to um, talk to people and encourage people to get help. Um, okay, how do you think we can improve the stigma around men's mental health? I think awareness, uh, it plays somewhat of a role, because, I mean, you see a lot of these, like, Men's Mental Health Month posts or whatever, but I feel like awareness can only take you so far. Uh, I mean, most people listening to the podcast are going to know about men's mental health and uh, some of, about the stigma around it. But I think the biggest part is actually like uh, getting help. But I think even bigger than that is like helping out your friends, your brothers, you know, because a lot of the time men aren't going to go out of their way to go get help. So if you know that someone is struggling, you got to go and help them because chances are they are not helping themselves at all. So I think that's that's really one of the biggest ways to help uh, combat the issue because otherwise, I mean, if they aren't going to go reach out, then someone's got to do it for them. Yeah, I really agree with that. The awareness part and, like, checking on your, your closest friends. I also think that as a whole, for, like, the recognition, for the awareness, there needs to be, like, like leaders, people that step up and say, "Hey, like this isn't okay. I'm like I'm hurting. I like I need to do something about it." And like that needs to be recognized that th- this person's brave enough to do it. 
Because then there's that herd mentality. Okay, this person's doing it, so why can't I step up and say that I'm not okay as well? And then everyone will start following, then it'll become normalized. And I think that'd be um, a huge part in the step towards normalizing, talking about it. I mean, yeah, like like Leo said, you know, and just just to peek back off that, it's just like, hey, if 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 it's a random person, you know, it's it's people interaction, people. I feel like people need to be more kind. You know, of course, that's that's the number one factor. But I feel like people need to reach out more. You know, people are too... I mean, I'm not saying shy is a bad thing, but, like, sometimes shyness, it, it, it will really trap a lot in you. You know, just not being out there. Because uh, I used to be shy a lot. I used to just not want to open up to anybody. And that that had an effect on mental health. And, and it really tore me down. So, you know, even, even for me being that and having that experience, I, I even... Check up on some people, some random people walking on the street. I'd be like, hey, you, you good? You know what I'm saying? Like, ask them how they doing. Ask them how they did. You know, if they good, if they feeling good. You know, maybe you'll start a friendship. You know, just just acts of kindness. You know, it, it, it makes things a lot better. Just telling somebody, even giving somebody a compliment, it, it probably helped their mental health. Um, I think adding on to what Brock said, I think advocating for it's a really big thing um, because you see so many women advocate for um, mental health awareness, but I feel like not. There's a lot less advocating for like men's mental health awareness, which I think is a um, big problem. And I also think that, like we said, like acts of kindness. I think just being kind, giving people compliments, like literally just holding the door open for someone, um, just small little things. I think people forget about it a lot of the time, saying thank you, um, stuff like that. It makes people's day, even if you don't realize it. Um, so just being kind all the time, um, it's just a big thing. And I think that it's really important, not even just um, on the topic of mental health, but just in general, just being kind um, to everyone is really important. Um, so do you guys have any final thoughts about this topic? If Travis and Jason Kelsey talked about it on their podcast, that would be beneficial, like what Brock said. Did they like, Yes. Bruh. Are you serious? <laughs> nah, but I, I knew they had something. I knew they had like, like what Brock said, I think that's just one example. Uh, but I think if someone, someone or uh, some famous people started talking about it, I think that that's actually a really good point. Like uh, the herd mentality effect. Like someone's gonna, if someone starts talking about it, other people are gonna follow them, especially if they're like a well-known person. So I think that was actually a really good idea, Brock. Thanks, Leo. I know there is some people that have spoken up about it. Like, I know um, Hayden Hurst. He's he's a tight end as well in the NFL. He's not, obviously, as well-known as Travis Kelsey. But he's opened up um, about mental health and Dak Prescott, and they both have their own foundations and stuff like that. So there there is works towards it. Um, but I think it's just the publicity. Like, also, as well, there's such a problem in society today that the news doesn't want to spread this type of stuff. They only want to cover the bad things, like, Hey, there was another bombing today or something like that. Um, they don't want to talk about the hard stuff like this. And so then it's hard to get the word across, get the word out. Um, so if I had to say anything, I think that like organizations like like uh, Zach or Haynes, what, what we lack right now is social media awareness. Because kids every, like uh, nowadays are always on their phones. Um whether it's Snapchat or Instagram. So I think that uh, it can be more proactive in that field to raise awareness. Okay. Um, 
Thank you guys for listening to this episode of BBNW Speaks. I'm your host, Sarah Finn and Wambi, and we're out. Bye.